Welcome back to Lakes, Woods, and Irons with Chris Foley. Colin McDonald with you, 1380 KLIZ, the fan. And uh, find us uh, at KLIZ.com as well. And also uh, on podcasts, Podcast One, and really anywhere you go looking for your podcasts, you can find us. Brought your way in part by our sponsors, Gravel Pit Golf, Brainerd's newest golf experience. Also uh, Mills Automotive Group since 1922, celebrating 100 years. And SCR Northern, the guys and gals who answer their phones 24-7. My uh, world-traveling uh, partner is back, Chris Foley, back from St. Andrews. And uh, I'm sure a thrilling week. I saw some of uh, yours and your lovely bride's uh, photos. And it looked like uh, just the experience that you've talked about, Chris. Yeah, it, uh, I'll tell you, it was absolutely epic. It uh yeah, I, I've, I've gotten to do so many cool things because of golf. And, uh, you know, my life's really re- revolved around the game. And uh, it was it was number one on the list of all the things I've ever gotten to do. It was just, uh, just an incredible experience to be in St. Andrews for the 150th Open. And, um, you know, it was, <laughs> I, I planned the trip. It was myself and my wife and uh, 11 others with us and uh, it was about five years in the planning since they announced the Open was going to be at St. Andrews and everything just kind of came off without a hitch and we just had a great time, a great group and um, the energy in St. Andrews was absolutely phenomenal and then the golf was it was incredible so it was uh, it was fantastic. Then you wound up with just a, uh, I know you weren't probably watching much uh TV there, but the national the national uh, talking heads were talking about how the old course would protect itself, and uh, <laughs> it it did. I mean, it it still gets the best golfer out, I think. But boy, the boys were making a lot of birdies. <laughs> they they made a lot of birdies, but you know, kind of bottom line, I, I nobody, you know, I think what was the, the low score was sixty four sixty three. Yeah, yeah, and um, you know, I I thought that twenty under was a you know, I didn't think that was overly low. Right. Um, you know, they definitely made, but it's uh, you know, it's still tough the best players in the world. There was so much talk that guys were going to shoot fifty eight or fifty nine, and um, you know, especially if the weather can condi- the 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 conditions were about perfect. Um, you know. Sunday there was almost no wind and uh, 75 degrees and uh, Friday Saturday the wind kicked up a little bit but uh, not not overly uh, strong winds and uh, you know Thursday was was a very nice weather day as well so I, I, I think I think the old course held its own and um, boy just some outstanding golf. Oh, it was so fun to watch. Were you were you well positioned all four days, or how did you how did you go about the course? You know, we were um, we were there on Thursday and, and Saturday for you know uh, we were able to secure tickets for those days. A number of us went Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday for practice rounds as well. So uh, Friday and Sunday, we watched more on TV than we did. Uh, uh, you know, than live, but uh, uh, yeah, and I, I think it was a great way to do it. And the the downside of St. Andrews, it's a, it's a bit of a hard spectating uh, course. You know, it's, me personally, I, I I really like to walk and follow. Oops, 
And at St. Andrews, it's difficult to do that because the, the fairways are all, you, you can't get on both sides of the fairways. Sure. You know, you're, it, all, all the fairways run, you know, basically you're going out two holes and back two holes. So the front nine basically up until seven runs on along the right side, the back nine runs along the left side. Uh, until you get to this kind of crossover at uh, uh, 7, 8, 9, and 10 where they kind of cross each other. So uh, the great thing is they they have, you know, they have a huge number of grandstands. And then from some of the, uh, uh, from some of the hospitality venues, you know, there's a great viewing. So you got to see a ton of golf and it was, uh, it, it was fantastic. And what, you could probably have long odds on two Camerons being uh, the number one and two uh, finishers. <laughs> but yeah, man, those, no kidding. Those three guys, Cameron Smith, Cameron Young, and Rory. Uh, Rory had 36 putts on Sunday. That was the difference because Cameron Smith uh, made those five straight birdies. And I think he had, uh, what did they say, like 12 putts in nine holes or some ridiculous number like that. Yeah, you know his stroke gains, strokes gained putting numbers for the week were were almost twelve shots on the putting green, eleven point six or something like that. Wow! And uh, I mean that's that's phenomenal. Uh, I mean, you know, he, he hit it great and he putted it great, and that's a that's a good combination. Uh, Rory's performance was, you know, just about any other other. Uh, tournament he would he would have easily won he hits all 18 greens on sunday and right. <laughs> uh just could not just could not uh could not buy a pot uh, but he you know he, he 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 didn't he did not you know he performed great he just got beat there were two players that just played slightly better and cameron young what an impressive performance from him you know rookie year and uh he he has had a hell of a year but Rory's performance in the majors, I think all four majors top tens. Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah, he was extraordinary. It would have been, obviously, to have been a hugely popular champ. But I think uh, people kind of like Cameron Smith, too. He had a fairly a fairly loud Australian contingent, which he referenced with his uh, speech at the end of it, and a uh, uh, pretty likable guy. And Cameron Young just seems like a guy who's got so much game. Uh, then he eagles the seventy second just just for fun. <laughs> yeah, how about that? <laughs> to jump. Not, not a not a bad way to finish. No, you can walk off smiling, and not only finish in second, but smiling about the eagle. You're no, listening to sure. uh, Lakes Woods and Irons. We'll be back with uh, uh, more uh, from uh, Chris's experience at St Andrews, and also we have uh, our pal Tom Kinsley. Uh, golf shop manager at uh, Madden's East and West. He's coming up to join us as well. We're back after this on Lakes, Woods, and Irons. Welcome back to Lakes, Woods, and Irons with Chris Foley. Colin McDonald with you. 1380 KLIZ, the fan, streaming at KLIZ.com. And also find us at Podcast One and really wherever you find your podcast, look for Lakes, Woods, and Irons. Brought your way in part by Maury's Seafood Markets in Baxter and Motley, finest walleye, Smoked fish, herring, and seafood, as Paul says, eat more fish. And also by holiday stores in Cross Lake and on Mill Avenue. Special guest uh, with me today, my old pal, back to our son's baseball days, Tom Kinsley, uh, golf shop manager and uh, in charge of a lot of golf up at uh, Madden's. Tom, how are you, man? Really, really good, Mac. It's uh, good talking to you again. And, yeah, it does bring back memories of the boys and uh, 
was some fun times watching uh, that little league uh, Nisswa team that uh, did some special things. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, we had a lot of fun, of course. And uh, yeah. uh, we're a little older now. The boys aren't that much older, but we are. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, now Thomas, my son, he's going to get married uh, November tenth. So. No, oh, really. Oh, that's cool. Andy's going to get married in February. So. Oh, good. They're awesome. on the same path. Yeah. <laughs> Found some girls that'll put up with them. That's nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tom, uh, everything uh, looks great at Madden's. Always uh, lots of golf going on, but. Uh, it's not a secret, but there's 63 holes out there, four golf courses, uh, and uh, and a driving range that I take advantage of, especially early in the year. Uh, you just got a lot of things going, and uh, uh, how's uh, how's life at the golf course? Good. Everything's going really well. You know, the the driving range just has just been incredible. Every day, it's uh, we get uh, more and more play on it, and uh, it's really holding up well. I think due to the rain and and uh, adequate moisture but uh yeah it's just an exciting place for people to go and we have our junior clinics there and it gives uh you know people waiting to warm up or you know just going out to hit a bucket of balls with their family I and mean, it's just it's really an incredible place out there so if you haven't done it come on out uh, one of the benefits of it is we can um you know if you buy an 11 or eight dollar bucket we can uh, you bring that into our golf course and We'll take that bucket round uh, right off your round, so you save money for just hitting some balls. And that uh, Chris and I talk a lot about the uh, part of the game that goes unattended to a lot of times is the short game, and you've got that that the driving range has some nice short game opportunities. Yep, it, it does. It's uh, we've got a separate area that's uh, just for the short game, and then also a really nice uh, putting green and a uh, chipping area around the putting green that. Uh, a lot of people take advantage of to, to work on that because uh, I think as you get older too, you'd lose that touch. So it's always a, a you know, important thing to work on. Wide variety of uh, kind of uh, award-winning golf courses there. And uh, Pine Beach East, Tom, goes back quite a ways, all the way to, a, uh, to when the resort was really brand new back in the 1920s, doesn't it? Yeah, 1929 um, it was built and um, it's changed a little, but it also is is just got that staying power that people really enjoy. Uh, you know, the first tee there is a daunting tee shot. It's not a, a long shot, but when you have the patio full of people and, <laughs> and everybody in a you know a festive uh, atmosphere, it's just it's a hard shot and. Uh, the green kind of slopes too, so it's hard to make par there to get going on your own. But uh, but it is a it's got a lot of history there, and and so as the whole round progresses too, I always like to tell people, you know, it's it's really a fun course, and you know when you're when you're done at the end of the day, at the end of your round, you're gonna look at your scorecard and go, yeah, that was fun, and yeah, I mean, it didn't really beat me up that that bad, you know, you can. You can hit your ball there. You can you can uh, miss some fairways and still find your ball, locate it. You know, recover it, advance it. You know, the greens are really nice. Um, everybody likes to talk talk about the par six and you know how much fun that is. And usually that's into the wind and you know you're you're battling that all. 
and uh, if people, you know, they, they say, hey, I, I got a birdie on a par six, you know, and that's a five. So it's, uh, you know, exciting for people to uh, get out and, and challenge that hole. And then the back nine is, you know, it, it's kind of figures like maybe two strokes easier in uh, a scoring average. And, you know, it's got three really nice par fives. And, you know, there's still, um, you know, a couple of them are are reachable in two so that makes it fun too so i mean it's just a really fun golf course that um you know just uh really lends itself to a, a really fun round of golf yeah nice uh pace of play as well especially with the like you say the ease of finding your golf ball is pretty nice and uh, you don't have to spend too much time looking when you happen to like some of people i know get off into the weeds on occasion so <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a little harder to lose balls there. You can still lose them, but it's it's a little bit harder. <laughs> right. Which is nice. And Pine, Pine Beach West is kind of uh, unique. It's a, it's a cool uh, golf course. Uh, it kind of uh, makes you play some shots that maybe are a little shorter, some irons that you don't always hit, uh, those kind of shots at, at the West course, doesn't it? Yeah, yep. It's a, it's a par 67. So it's maybe a little bit shorter for some, but it's also like um, you're going to hit every club in your bag, and they're they're uh, you know it's more of a premium on hitting it straight. You can't spray it as much as on the east, and uh, you know if you if you hit it straight, you're going to be rewarded. There's there's a bunch of par threes, and if you're not part playing the par threes uh, well, you won't score real good there. You have to you know be able to hit the green or, or be able to get up and down from from off of the green to get your get your pars on those par threes but it's really a fun course it's uh we have a lot of people that play that course and and it's just a a nice challenge and it's uh we've got you know family sundays where if you uh you can bring your kids free with a parent and uh you know we get a lot of play on sunday and then you know just all the other days it's more of a reasonable uh, priced uh, golf round which is $45 with a cart and uh, you know it's just more of an affordable type uh, uh, golf round too yeah it really is and you might actually use 10 or 12 of your clubs in your bag on that course that's kind of yeah. kind yeah. of fun too yeah. and the social night I don't know a lot about Tom let's talk about that for a minute yeah um, again you know I think um, more people nowadays, and and we see it in the round numbers that we get on that course, is um, people are looking for something that everybody can play. Maybe if they're beginning beginners, or um, you know, people that are just looking for a, a sh- short duration that they're going to be out on the golf course. Um, maybe it takes you an hour and fifteen, hour and a half to play it. It's all par threes and the last hole is a par four where you can take your driver out and hit, hit it if you want. Uh, number two is, is uh, Glenn Hagberg, our head golf professional's favorite par three on all of our golf courses. It's number two at the social mine, and it's downhill looking over Steamboat Lake on Gull, or Steamboat Bay on Gull Lake, and nice. it's just beautiful. Yeah. You know, it's right downhill, and it's a lot of fun. But, you know, when you, when you really... Uh, look at it and and uh it's not an easy course because you get the greens are hard to hit you know they're not it's 
it sounds social, but all of a sudden you get out to number four and now you're going, oh, I got to hit this ball on the green and this isn't uh, really an easy shot at all. So there's challenge to it too, as well as a social type of atmosphere where you're just out there enjoying your family, enjoying the people that you're with. And it's just a really nice, fun golf, fun round of golf. Yeah, it's harder to get uh, <clears throat> steamed up at your golf game when you got the family with you, Tom. I've noticed that. <laughs> yeah, no throwing <laughs> clubs or any of that. Really. <laughs> and, of course, you have the classic, which a lot of people know. Certainly a lot of people know all these courses at uh, Madden's, all great courses. But uh, the classic at Madden's, uh, uh, that's a challenge, and it's a thing of beauty, really. Yeah, and it's in great shape. Um, if you can come over and play it, we've got the – the uh, deal where before 10 a.m. between Memorial Day and, and Labor Day, um, caddies are required. And if you if you haven't had a round with a caddy, even if you played the classic before, it's just such a treat to go out with these guys that you know really know the course. They'll help you if you need it. They you know they'll stay quiet if they don't. They're just uh, really adaptable to all the different uh, types and, and uh, levels of players that uh, they they have on the course. So even if you're a beginner, they'll be very helpful in getting you around the course and, and make it a really enjoyable round. When I think back on, on some of my favorite rounds of golf through the years, I, I can always, usually they'll um, have a caddy involved. Sure. Yeah, that makes well, it just makes sense. It's uh, not necessarily a, l- a lot of people's home course, so a little inside uh, knowledge, you know. That yep. Hit it. Uh, hit it. O- don't. Don't try for that green. Hit it over there. You know that's pretty good advice. A lot of times. <laughs> it is. Yeah. You know, and that's what those guys are out there for. And also, you know, the, the if you get a four caddy, they stay like a half a hole ahead. They find your tee balls, and then they can help you putt, and then they're you know, off to the next hole. But uh, if you can, if you wanted to walk with it, just like the masters and just have one caddy with you while you're walking, uh, that's our traditional caddy. And we also have those available uh, um, before 10 a.m. and after 10 a.m. too, if you wanted to come out and it's not mandatory, but after 10, if you need a caddy, we can supply those too at at those times too. Sure. Tom, best way to uh, find your spot on any of the courses is probably the website, I suppose, huh? Yes. If you go to Madden's.com, you can make tee times at any of our golf courses, and it uh, gives you the outline of, uh, of like, what to wear and, and uh, some of the rules that uh, that you, you you would have as playing some of our courses. So, um, yeah, that's really the way to go. And, uh, you know, uh, we'd love to see everyone come on out and play Madden's. We've got a a lot of great dining too as well um, that you can tie in with any of your rounds for lunch or breakfast, dinner, whatever you're thinking. Uh, you know, we've got it all there. Yeah, a little bit of everything. Certainly it maddens. It's a fabulous resort. Tom, I want to be cognizant of your time and um, appreciate you coming on, my friend. Good to talk to you again. Mac, it's hard to believe it's, uh, you know, the 4th of July has went by us already, and <laughs> now we're into almost the end of July. But, yeah, the, the year's flying by, but, yeah, it's, it's been going good. And I really appreciate you calling. Say hi to Chris, and 
and we really appreciate all you guys do for golf in the area. Thanks very much, Tom. That's Tom Kinsley, golf shop uh, manager at the East and West and a lot of duties out there at Madden's. You're listening to Lakes, Woods, and Irons on 1380 KLIZ. Welcome back to Lakes, Woods, and Irons with Chris Foley. Colin McDonald with you, 1380 KLIZ, the fan. Also uh, streaming at KLIZ.com and find us on Facebook as well at Lakes, Woods, and Irons. Thanks in part to our sponsors, Emily Greens, home to the largest green in the universe. All about fun at Emily Greens. Also, Ernie's on Gull and experience in dining on the shores of Gull Lake. Open year-round at 11 with deck and patio seating. And Cragen's Legacy Courses, home to the 2022 CRMC Classic. And, of course, the new Lehman 18. Chris Foley, we've been talking. And Chris, just back from a great experience at St. Andrews at the Open Championship. Um, I got quite sentimental watching it, Chris, when I knew you were there, but... My uh, dad had gone to the Open Championship the year that Daly won it at St. Andrews. And he no kidding. has a whole lot of uh, Scottish uh, pride before he passed away, always in his life. So I was thinking, boy, I, I, sure, I should have made, I, sh- I somehow should have gotten there when he was there or somehow should, yeah. should get there just to, to uh, uh, tip a pint for, for the old man. <laughs> That's yeah. That's neat. I, I didn't realize your dad had been, and uh, gosh, it's such a such a fun experience. So, I'll tell you along that lines, Mac. That one of the coolest things on Monday is they had. Uh, I don't know if they showed it on TV, but was the celebration of champions. And uh, you know, Daly played, Tiger played, Jack Nicholas played, my friend Bill Rogers, uh, Ian Baker Finch. Um, oh, I'm trying to think of all the the players that were in it but and then they had some uh there were a few ladies anna norquist some of the ladies that won the the uh british ladies or the ladies british open uh uh, one guy a a military veteran who uh, only had one leg played uh, a disabled person. It, it was it was one of the coolest things to see of the. Or it just started off the week so cool. Uh, just how they interacted together and the interaction with the crowd. And um, uh, I'm, I'm sure you can can. I I would guess they have it on YouTube. But it was a it was a really a cool event. Yeah, they showed some of it a four hole deal kind of, and I think Trevino was right. with. Uh... McElroy yeah. and Tiger, right? That's kind of that's kind of exactly a great threesome <laughs> yeah. right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that was, was fun. Fantastic. There was a few Americans that weren't there, which I was like, I don't think Layman went over. He, of course, he's got his hands full everywhere he goes right now. But uh, yeah, you know, Tom just had Tom just had a knee replacement uh, about three weeks ago. Oh boy! So he he wasn't able to make the trip, but he's yeah. uh, he's. Uh, I've uh, I've seen his son recently, uh, his son Sean, and uh, his dad's on a good uh, good pace to recovery. So good, all good there, good. And I wanted to ask you, Chris, uh, about uh, uh, Amy mentioned on a message on Facebook that she got to um, see your club. Tell me about your club <laughs> in St. Andrews. Oh, <laughs> you know, I, I'm a I'm a member of the uh, St. Andrews Golf Club, which there's there's five golf clubs in St. in St. Andrews and they all utilize the the St. Andrews links the um, yeah St. Andrews links is, is, is six golf courses and five of them right there that are all contiguous to each other 
and then there's there's one outside of town a newer golf course called the castle course but uh um i've been a member at the st andrews club for about five years and it's just a it's a fantastic spot uh, so much fun to be able to, when I am in St. Andrews, to be able to bring people there. And it, uh, does give me a little bit of priority in the, the, in the old course ballot. Uh, it's basically, it's right across from the, it's, it, it, if you look at the RNA, which is behind the first tee, uh, and then you've got the 18th green, it's, uh, it's almost directly, uh, in front of the 18th green. So it's, uh, such a cool spot to be able to, you know, watch golf from and, and eat. Yeah. It's uh, very, very historic to 175 years old. So old Tom Morris was a pro there. Alan Robertson was a pro there. They've actually had uh, 13 open champions that were members there. Oh, that's very cool. And was yeah. that uh, Amy's first experience with you there? That was her first trip to, uh, to St. Andrews. So, you know what I know. I know happened, Chris. Is what it happens to me too. Uh, people saw Amy and they all thought, "How did Chris get her?" <laughs> <laughs> that is exactly right. I, uh, I I definitely overkicked my coverage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's uh, that's we're we're lucky that way. That's for sure. And uh, entertainment around the town, the meals and the pubs. You've always t- said it's uh, it's golf and pubs in in St. Andrews. It's, uh, it, it was fantastic. It, the uh, the Dunvegan, which we've talked about a few times on the show, the the uh, what, in my opinion, the best pub in the world. You know, which is only a you know, two hundred yards from the from the first tee of the old course. It was absolutely uh, rocking the whole week. If you could, if you could get in it in it, and right. uh, you know, one one of the one of the such fun things about St. Andrews is. You know, falling golf. You know, you you see players walking down the middle of the street. And they're stopping into the pubs, or going to dinner, or doing a whatever. <laughs> so it's uh, the 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 players love it just as much as the fans do, and they they're you know, players are are very engaged in the history of St. Andrews and the experience, and um, you know the, the golf the the golf fans that are so knowledgeable. Uh, that it's uh, here you, you don't hear a lot of the things that you do at tournaments in the state yeah, yeah. And the, some of the, the you know, I don't know what I want to say the boisterous behavior the, the the fans are very supportive and they 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 applaud a good shot no matter who it is and uh, you know it, it's it's just it's such a great experience Nobody yells mashed potatoes right after they swing. No, no, you you never heard that. <laughs> <laughs> that's one of my, that's one of my pet peeves. I I just think, what, do you go home and say to your kids, "That's me, I said that." <laughs> that's right. The kids are like, "Way to go, Dad." Uh, no kidding. <laughs> and energy around the town. It must be such an international feel, Chris. I just assume. Yeah, it's you. You definitely hear and see people from all over the world that I, I, I would you know the high, high percentage from the u.s um and obviously scotland and england but uh you know you hear a lot of irish accents you uh, you know a lot of uh, uh people of asian descent and um it, it's just a melting pot which saint andrews is in general anyway but uh 
uh, especially side this past week. Yeah, yeah, it had to be just fabulous. Uh, just and the, some of the the camera work has gotten better and better over the years at the at the open. Uh, used to be kind of frustrating to watch the open on American TV because we're kind of used to a certain way of coverage. But boy, the, they are all about the great historic shots and uh, some of the commercials were quite uh, humorous and funny about sitting out like sitting outside on the on the 17th you know uh, people eating their lunch and dodging bouncing golf balls and that kind of thing you know because oh, yeah. <laughs> it's the road hole I, I, i'll tell you getting get to see the the bb or the sky sports coverage as compared to the u.s coverage yeah there, there's no there's no comparison i mean they they do an incredible job with their coverage and you see about one commercial an hour you know it, it, golf on you know our our television has almost gotten unwatchable because it's there, it seems like there's about 20 to 30 minutes commercials for every hour that it's on and they have almost no commercials and then some of their live from the range stuff i don't know if it, what the feed was in the us but they had just some great segments on, uh, you know, kind of around the golf with the, both the graphics and and all the swing stuff they did, and um, really great coverage there. Yeah, they uh, they do, and uh, we talked about the old course early in the in the broadcast today, but uh, defending itself, some of those bunker shots were uh, you just see the. Uh, the fun and the luck and the bad luck of golf, the golf gods are with you or not, and the, the guys who just skirt the bunker and the guys who somehow go in when they shouldn't and then have to hit it out sideways. And and uh, Cameron Smith overcomes a really bad decision on Saturday when he decided to stand about waist deep in the bunker and take a swipe at it and then hit it into the gorse and have to take a penalty shot and make a double bogey and shoot a 73 that was it looked like he'd fallen off the map until he started uh, making every putt in the world on sunday so pretty yeah, that, that five, five that five birdie run he had was phenomenal and yeah that's that'll go that'll go down as one of the great kind of you know stretches in cha- major championship history definitely will so thanks for the reminiscing chris we'll pick it up maybe a little in the last segment but boy what a weekend for uh, you and all your uh, traveling friends, and uh, and just always the British or the Open Championship is such a great weekend for golf. You're listening to yeah. Lakes Woods and Irons on 1380 KLIZ. Welcome back to Lakes Woods and Irons with Chris Foley on 1380 KLIZ. Also, KLIZ.com. Find us there. Also, find us at Podcast and Podcast One. That thanks in part to our sponsors, Dockside Rental, Brainerd Lake's uh, go-to for surf, wakeboard, pontoon, and jet ski rental. Whitefish Golf in the Pequot Lakes, an experience that never disappoints. One of the area's premier 18-hole championship courses. And Mills Automotive since 1922, celebrating 100 years this year. Chris Foley with me. And uh, Chris, uh, back from St. Andrews, and we've talked about that a couple segments. And... uh, Lots of things going on in the live world. We just, uh, as we talked today, uh, Stenson is out as Ryder Cup captain. Yeah, it. Uh, you know that was that has been the rumor for for the past month that he was going to jump over the live tour, and it, it really kind of before he was named captain, they they had talked about that. 
but he took the captainship and uh, unfortunately he is I, I say unfortunately but he's making that move and so they uh, you know they removed him as, as captain which uh, I guess not surprising given the, the climate of things yeah it's uh, certainly a lot of animosity right now the players didn't show up much on at least on television it looked like um, maybe they were actually kind of glad to see each other, some of them. So it's a u- unique and strange situation when they're, I'm sure, a lot of lifelong friends, at least acquaintances and professional acquaintances and professional friendships. But like uh, DJ, I mean, there was a couple people that reference how they like to play with him. They like his pace of play. And and uh, so I don't know. It's a, it's a strange situation. Phil was asked not to get yeah, in it. Yeah, really is. Phil was asked not to be in the champions photo which was kind of strange and <laughs> and norman was asked not to show up in st andrews at all <laughs> yeah you know i and i i think especially with the i think that was a good move i you know with the historical significance of it being the 150 yeah. open championship and just the you know i i think the rna did the I, personally i think the rna did the right thing there and in, in asking those guys to stay away and they gave they did give Mickelson the option and I think he, he chose not to be there which was was good probably was um, yeah. you know yeah but you know it's uh, I, I think especially Norman would have would have used it as a platform to try to you know promote the LIV tour so yeah another jab for for Norman which he's been doing for about 20 yeah. years now so right right the uh, 3M is coming up this week, and uh, it's uh, some interesting stories in the in the Star Trib this week. A, a good story of a, a guy who was a pretty nice player. Jeff Overton's going to get a chance to play, and uh, he hasn't played in a PGA event in quite a long time. Had some severe health things happen, uh, but he was he's kind of a well liked guy, I think. And uh, uh, Kavner uh, knows him. Hollis Kavner knows him quite well, and. Uh, he never won a PGA tournament, but was a money-making machine. That's what Dick Kavner said. He was a birdie machine. Yeah. He was a money machine. He made birdies all yeah. the time. He's 39 years old. He's the kind of guy you root for. And he had a herniated disc, and things went wrong with an infection on his surgery. And you root for a guy like that. Hopefully he can he can uh, put on a halfway decent performance this week. Well, it'd be nice to give him a you know second lease maybe on the tour to get back out has a good tournament this week and could could you know catapult that into uh, uh you know a good finish for the rest of the year and get in some more events so had a couple guys drop out this week one in particular that caught my eye was uh charles howell III. does joe know that he dropped out i think joe would be upset to your son <laughs> that's right <laughs> yeah joe uh he always refers to him as my boy charles howell's my boy that's <laughs> That's right. Char- Charles is is one of Joe's favorite, and he uh, kind of fun because he's gotten to know him a little bit down at Sea Island oh, here good. the last couple of years. He's yeah. another guy that just for about fifteen years on tour just just printed money and made birdies and and rarely won, which was interesting. Yeah, only two career wins, but uh, very high up on that career all-time money list. The TPC in Blaine, uh, Chris, are you familiar? Uh, a little bit, you know. They, they've Tom Lehman uh, remodeled the course about uh, two or three years ago, and in, in preparation for the 
uh, moving it from a champions tour event to a regular tour event. Uh, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a nice venue. It's kind of a typical TBC layout. It's, uh, the tour, uh, kind of manages the, the golf facility and it's a, it's a great spectating facility and the, they always, they, you know, it's a place where you can shoot a really low number, especially if the, if the conditions are good, the weather's good. They've made it pretty family friendly. Uh, single day admission on the grounds is, well, today twenty five dollars, but uh, Thursday through Sunday forty five dollars with kids under fifteen free. So you can bring the family out and uh, give them a real uh, cool experience with PGA champions. Cameron Champ, last year's winner. You, you, these are the kind of tournaments that I think a lot of these younger guys look to and a uh, chance to break through and make a million bucks and uh, get themselves some. Uh, uh, some foundation on the tour permanently. But uh, certainly a guy like Ricky Fowler, Hideki Matsui, Tony Finau, uh, all would be popular winners. Jason Day is going to play. And uh, maybe a, a young breakthrough guy that was in the paper this week, Sahith uh, Thigala, he has a lot of game. And he let a couple tournaments slip away earlier this year. So could be a young guy breaking through. means a lot when it happens. Yeah, for sure. Um, and I'll, I'll tell you, if, if you haven't been to a tour event, it's a great opportunity to go. And, you know, it, it there won't be huge crowds at the 3M. You know, if you've experienced the Ryder Cup, it's hard to, you know, hard to spectate or experience the PGA Championship at, at Hazeltine, those type of events. The crowds are huge. At a regular tour event like this, you know, you can really get up close and personal and right, right against the ropes and, position yourself behind a tee box or right next to a green and uh you really really get into the action and a uh, great opportunity for families very inexpensive to go to and uh, be a fun fun event weekend in the twin cities yeah yeah the compass challenge is back this year it's a three-hole celebrity exhibition and some pretty good minnesota golfers are featured in it uh, larry fitzgerald jr uh, uh, Kyle Rudolph, Adam Thielen, Justin Morneau, so kind of fun. And Marty Fish, who it sounds like Marty Fish, the tennis player from Minnesota, is going to have a chance to uh, a chance on the PGA Tour. He's got uh, an exemption to play in the 3M. That's interesting. No, that's cool. That uh, you just told me that earlier. I had not heard that. Uh, but you know, I, it's a, that's a great uh, use of a sponsor's exemption is is to get a little guy like Marty Fish out there who. Uh, you know, hopefully I'll bring some people maybe not uh, not as familiar with golf, some tennis fans out there to, to watch and uh, get them uh, hooked on the game. Yeah, exactly right. He's kind of a kind of a character and has played in a lot of well, he's won an awful lot of celebrity pro-ams and that kind of thing because obviously he's a great stick. So, I mean, I don't know if he'll be able to compete, but he's 30, what is he, 39, I think. So by the time he's 50, you never know. Might be, uh, yeah, yeah. might be challenging some of the old boys. That's right. That's <laughs> right. No, he's got a great story, and uh, it'll be fun to see how you do. He, he, he's one of the best, uh, you know, non-professional golfers. Uh, uh, what do I want to say? Non-professionals as a golfer. He, he like you said, he he wins a lot of those uh, celebrity golf events. You know, not too many guys that uh, are in those that are better players than he is. So. Yeah, I think maybe he likes it more than tennis. <laughs> yes. Any final takeaways from St. Andrews, Chris? 
Well, it was just, uh, it was a great trip, but uh, I can't, uh, you know, as I kind of unpack the event and the experience right. there, it's, uh, I, I, it's uh, sometimes I, I can't believe I was there. You know, it was so long in the making and something I had wanted to do for so long. So it was uh, very fortunate to get to go over there and, and experience it. Fantastic. And hopefully, hopefully, hopefully will not be my last. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Thanks for sharing the experience. Appreciate it, Chris. Thank you, Mac. You've been listening to Lakes, Woods, and Irons on 1380 KLIZ.